Hey, you're listening to the Choke Artist Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to it. I'm sitting with three dudes today on a bunch of couches in Highland Park, New Jersey. Is it cool if I give out the exact address or... No, man. <laughs> All right, so why don't you fellas go around the room and just tell us what you're about and your names, horoscopes. <laughs> I'm John Gunn. What else did you want? I don't know. <laughs> just John Gunn. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just Jimmy. Just me. I'm <laughs> um, Russ, 28. Thank you. Aries. Good. Straight edge. Um, yeah. That's good. Russ did the best with that, I'd say. True. I'm 28, too. Okay. I'm an Aries also. Yeah. Russ is my twin, actually. Nobody knows that. Happy belated, guys. Thanks. Um, if you're tuned in, we're going to talk about uh, whatever the fuck we want for uh, 45 minutes. And thanks for thanks for being a part of it. These guys all run an Instagram page called 7 Inches 7 Plagues. So if you're on Instagram, um, it's about vinyl collecting. Now, guys, how did you get into this Instagram page? Uh, I think uh, me and Jimmy were discussing one day, like, we should get into uh, vinyl posting because we were just biting off of people who've already done it. So then, yeah, we decided to do it. Took us forever to think of a name. But uh, I think Allison, our friend, one day was just like, oh, why don't you name it like seven inches of cock or some, something like that. And I was like, seven inches, seven inches, seven inches, seven plagues. And then we got the name. And then we ran from it with there. And then we got John to come in too. Definitely worth the wait because that's the best name I've seen for any of uh, any of those vinyl collecting things. Yeah, I think we got a shout out from uh, Drummer Misery Signals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we posted uh, the one was it the Malice ten year tour that they did the four, and he liked it and he commented on it or something like that. But yeah, it's been cool because we just follow all the Instagrams ourselves. The final instagrams and we thought why not just do it with our own stuff because we buy it so we like it that's my idea yeah you guys have all been record collecting nerds for a while for sure right uh jimmy the longest yeah i've been collecting since i was like 12 so that's a, a while ago now you've been just trying to fill that void in your life with records pretty much <laughs> you got it <laughs> it's been going well not so well. <laughs> just, just buy a lot of records. How many do you think you have? Um, separate or? Um, I guess if we're if we're ca- counting variants, yeah, I'd say total. Oh uh, yeah, probably. Uh, well, I think last I counted was like either one ninety or over two hundred uh, different pieces collection. You're constantly trading and cataloging all your shit too, right? Yeah, I don't trade it because I, I like to buy them and listen to them and keep them myself. But yeah, I do catalog them all. I try to. I've been slacking for the last like three to four months of steady collecting. So I just haven't been buying anything. It's fucking tedious. It's very tedious. Yeah, it's annoying because you got to take, you got to look at each record and you got to find out how many different pieces that they've printed and then what different colors. And me, unlike these guys, I like to get all, all the different variants I can. So it's a pain in the ass and very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, we each had a, me and Jimmy beat, uh, both had a dead format going for a while, but uh, I've not posted mine in probably like a, like six months or so. Do people still use that site? Dead format? Yeah. Yeah. We're still waiting for them to upload the uh, the marketplace edition to it. 
Yeah, yeah it's, it's been saying it's been coming for like a year and a half, two years almost now. Like at least as long as I've known about it, it's been coming. So that's basically a storefront where you could buy people's records off there pretty much. Yeah, you yeah. could like post what you have and like trade with people. Uh, we also use Discogs. They've also they've just released an app, I think. I don't know, a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah, it's pretty re- recent and it's pretty good because you can scan it. It uses a barcode scanner now. So you can do that to scan it straight from your phone to the 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 release page and then you can just swipe uh i either want it and and then if you want it and you do that you put your want list it'll let you know when somebody has a new one coming or they put it on the market and for what the price is and it just emails you and i think there's probably a notification on that's it. sick yeah it's really cool it's yeah. pretty cool because it, it also has it so you can click own it and it'll just add right to your collection so you're like oh cool now i know that i have this one and it's so easily accessible yeah they have a pretty solid marketplace too yeah. Where you can buy stuff. I think people use that one way more than dead that format. format. Yeah. yeah. That format's pretty dead. Discogs? <laughs> yeah, Discogs. Yeah. Nice. Shout out to Discogs. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on Instagram. Get so. at us. No, that's cool, though. It's cool you guys are, like, that actively involved in it. And, I mean, vinyl's obviously seen a resurgence in the past, like, five years, probably. Yeah, yeah it's sure. a, Yeah. It's weird to see CDs on the way out and vinyl is like on the way back, back in. in. Yeah, I'm a fucking CD guy still, dude. It sucks though because they just make a mess in my car, and it just I break the jewel cases every time. Mm-hmm. Scratch so easily. Yeah, I can't. I use all my data on other things though, so I can't like get Spotify on my phone. Yeah. So too busy watching YouTube vids and like World Star or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> which yeah which also works with vinyl because you always get well for the most part a download code so nice you get the record digitally that really pisses me off when you don't get the the, the download code with the records that's my biggest pet peeve it's the, it's fucked up because it's like the the record company wants you to buy it twice yeah exactly you want to <laughs> i buy the records just give me the download code so i can not have to go and buy it again for another six bucks online you can download everything illegally now, though, if you're smart enough. Yeah, I don't. I don't buy it. I download it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's sites where you could rip music straight off a of Bandcamp. Really? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That's like. Or like YouTube, but then it's like shitty quality. Yeah. But it's still good enough. Okay. That would for yeah. sure work. Especially when they do like, uh, oh, for one day only, we're gonna put out the whole CD for you guys, and then everyone has it the next day. Yeah. Ripped it. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, the whole analog revival, if we're comparing analog to digital, is cool. Because, I I mean, there's like fucking tons of record snobs that know way more about me. But from what I learned a little bit of, like, if you compare the waves, I'm going to use this. I'm going to make a little drawing. If you compare the waves of analog, like, you see the fucking waves on the computer. They're all, like, up and down and shit. Mm-hmm. Now, if you zoom in a lot on those waves for analog, it's round and smooth. So people say it has a warmer tone and shit. Mm. And the waves look more like this, yeah. like a fucking sine or cosine, whatever the fuck. But on digital, if you zoom in a lot, it's like really tiny staircases or little pyramids. Like, But there's like little increments of up and down. And I don't know, like I feel like to the untrained ear, it doesn't really fucking make a difference. Or to most people, it doesn't. But I think for people that are like really into listening to music or collecting music... There's definitely, it definitely sounds different. It almost sounds like the band's playing in your room, but just not at full volume. It depends on the record and how it's pressed. Because some records are fucking shitty and like (laughs) just terrible. But like some, I have like, uh, Keisha's Strain uh, 3750 sounds fucking 
remarkable on wax. It's great. Yeah. But like, I'm not that big of a snob where I'd be like, oh, fuck the digital. I can only have it on record. You just want to collect it. You like collecting the band's merch and shit. Yeah, just like the records that the bands I like. What's a terrible sounding record you have? Mm. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I need to compare because we got, um, I was telling you guys, we got those Invalids test presses in and I'm just worried that they're going to be fucked up because I think our record player is fucked up. But dude, I swear, like the guitar sounded out of tune and super like warbly, like like a fucked up like. Um, That's your record player. Yeah, but your I'm still scared. record not playing the speed. Yeah, it was like it sounded like a weird, demented uh, merry-go-round or something, or like a haunted house. Like guitar parts just sounded like shit. Well, how does the other record sound on it? Not as bad, but still not really good. Yes, it's your player. Yeah, yeah. definitely. There's a Crosby record player, and then I I googled Crosby record player, and all the um you know you can type Google searches and suggested searches come up. It said Crosby record player warped war- warbled, which I didn't know was a fucking word. Uh, sounds bad, <laughs> skips. So like, it's good. It made me feel better. Um, did you ever type in like half of a sentence in Google search and see what comes up? Yeah. Like I typed in M I once, like M I sad, but I just typed M I and the third one was M I a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Am I gay? Like you shouldn't have to fucking ask the internet that, you know. Well, yeah. Yahoo Answers does have a lot of answers for people, so there's some gems. Yahoo <laughs> Answers is my favorite place on the entire internet. It's got to be the you best. You could find out you're gay on Yahoo Answers. <laughs> I oh fuck, there was a really good one. I used to save my favorite Yahoo Answers ones. Oh shit, it had to do with, like STDs, but it was just the dumbest, most uneducated, like middle of America question you could fucking imagine. I don't remember. Was it like if you sit down on a toilet seat with somebody that has an AIDS, you get AIDS or something stupid like that? It was worse. It oh, was worse. Really? Because I've seen like ones like that and it's really bad. Where they're like, oh, can I get an STD from like a touching a door? Like if I know my brother has fucking herpes, like go fuck yourself. <laughs> Unless there's juice all over it. Yeah. It's- if you're listening out here, um, if there's ever wet juice on uh, your doorknob. Wipe it down. Yeah, wipe it. Just don't use it. Yeah. Courtesy wipe. Yeah. There's germs everywhere. Or the questions where people are like, I shared someone's drink, am I pregnant now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. I used, did you ever, um, I did this science project thing once where you take a cotton swab, cotton swab, and you swab different things and then you rub it on a potato. Oh, you see, uh, I was going to say to see what was dirtier. Yeah. But like the more mutated the potato comes under your bed for six months, the more fucked up it was. So I did like my the inside of my ear, a toilet seat, and a doorknob. And doorknob was number one, right? No, my ear. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking awful. You break the mold, Joe. I was a dirty kid. <laughs> Not much has changed. Yeah. To to go back one step on something that's actually really important. The reason the case strain sounds so good is because it's on one eighty gram. Yeah, there's some bands that will do that, and that's just a denser record, right? Yeah, it's thicker, holds yeah. more. Cool. Like the, we were talking about this, yeah, I think yesterday, or maybe the other day, that the um the cl- the clear, the transparent vinyls. Oh yeah. Those sound like dog dick. They sound so shitty, and it's I think it's because of how thick it is. And because if you look at them, there's they, you can see through them, and the clear ones I don't like them. The transparents, the colors, anything like that. They look nice though. Yeah, they look sick, like, and I'll buy them <laughs> for the sure. Clear rainbow sparkles or clear ox blood splatter. Yeah. It looks fucking awesome, but. The 180 gram black sounds 
delicious. Or, or even the colored 180 grams. I've got I got a couple of 180 gram color. I got a nice blue. Uh, Juliana theory, understanding the dream is over. That shit sounds amazing. And it's yeah, it's little, uh, it's blue, but it's fucking one eighty gram. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I was listening to it the other day. It's great. And it's more durable, right? Tech I mean, cause it, it won't break as much because it won't get worn thicker, down. It won't, it yeah. won't warp as quickly. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I gotta buy I wanna get the new sidewalk by such gold on one eighty gram. That's one that I think I, I want. You just post that. I got that. Yeah, I got the um, cool. I Thanks. got the new. Si- well, no, I posted misadventures. Oh, okay. okay. But I have the new sidewalk too, and that sounds really good. They're they because with how technical they got on that album, it sounded like really good. It sounds really good. Did I tell you we were playing with them? No, that's awesome. Yeah. Which uh, man? In angles. Oh, nice. When? June twenty fourth. That's right. Uh, June twenty fourth in Red Bank, <laughs> New Jersey, Red Bank Rehearsal Studios. Um, that would have been cool like three years ago when they were good. <laughs> I'll, I'll still go. Yeah. Hopefully kids are still stoked. The last... The, when I saw them a year and a half ago, people just requested shit off of that like 2080p and they just didn't play it. Yeah. I don't know any of those songs, but Four Super Bowls, No four, Rings. Yeah, Four yeah. Super Bowl, No Rings. Um, yeah, it's a good one. I can't tell you guys how happy I am that Transit broke up, A Lost Words broke up. <laughs> what was that other fucking band? Uh, hostage man, calm, I kind of liked. Man overboard. Man overboard. Man yeah. overboard. Yeah, I'm just so glad that fucking Arrow shit is like the pop punk revival is dying. Yeah. yeah, and now there's all these shitty new ones that are the worst. So I don't know what the next trend is. I think right now it's uh, I want to say Twinkly emo, but that just could be where I'm surrounding myself. Because John, you have a probably have a totally different opinion than me. I see fucking emo kids all the time. What? I I don't know. I don't see any. I want to see like I don't more. Go to <laughs> yeah. I wish I didn't have to. <laughs> For sure don't. It's more just the the demeanor in that scene. Like the... Pretentiousness? All right. Yeah, pretentious. Like, how many, like, Smash Mouth jokes can we really make at the expense of Smash Mouth, you know? Don't get me wrong. I make them, too. So I guess I'm no better, but... And like, how old are these kids that they actually know who Smash Mouth are? Yeah. I think they're just forever 19 years old. <laughs> <laughs> A new store for emo kids forever in 19, and it's like Guy Fieri memes. Pretty soon they're going to fucking sell memes, dude. I'm pretty sure. There's memology somewhere. Yeah, you, take, you could take a course on memes. There's a course. There's got to be somebody out there memes. that's like... I really I heard about that. <laughs> no, it's I, true. Oh, that's the dumbest shit. I mean, it is a social... It's something that happened to our culture, but... So is fucking AIDS. I don't think there should be a class on that, you know? But there are classes. Me, yeah, there literally <laughs> are classes <laughs> to try and get rid of AIDS. No, edu- education on AIDS is very important. Don't touch dirty <laughs> doorknobs. That's not what I mean. I just mean, I don't think everything that's a phenomenon needs a class in a college. I don't know. I just, just fuck, just fuck memes. Fuck oh, it, like uh, how they had, uh, was it Frisbee class in college and like the... Or uh, Harry Potter. There's Harry Potter classes. Really? Lord yeah. of the Ring classes, yeah. Yeah. You can major in Lord of the Rings. Okay, I'm biased because I'm more okay with that. I think I just don't like memes. <laughs> Have you seen like the biggest one to blow up yet? No. Oh boy. Which one? Oh, the frog on the unicycle. <laughs> the frog on the unicycle. I don't get it. It's that boy. Uh, yeah, I'm too old now. That's what happened. Is it an animated one or it's just a frog on a nope, unicycle? just a frog on a unicycle. He's that boy. And it says, oh shit, what up? <laughs> I have not seen that one. <laughs> really? It's fucking everywhere. Yeah. I might like it. You might. We should make a new meme. No. I try all the time. It doesn't. It's more difficult than you think. Like, it's really difficult. Every time I make one, and I made one the other day, it was really bad. 
<laughs> yeah, but you have fucking typos in yours. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Wait, pull pull up the one you sent me. You Jimmy made a Ted Cruz meme uh, two days ago. Topical, you know, elections coming up. Zodiac killer Ted just dropped out. This is a visual part you guys won't see. Well, maybe if I throw it on YouTube, I'll uh, I'll screen cap this in. Look, this is how I killed all those people. Zodiac, Zodiac killer. That's it. It's him showing the, a little boy how to cut something. Look, this is how I killed all those people. Zodiac. You spelled Zodiac wrong. Oh my god. The first time, and you wrote Zodiac twice. Oh and, yeah, I did. And then you put Zodiac killer on. The, See, you this, have fucking proofread. This is why there's college courses on how to make memes and everything. That's it. You need a college course because it's very difficult. It's never too late, man. You can sign up. I made one once and I posted on Reddit and I thought it was really cool and it got downvoted and everyone <laughs> said, I don't get it. What does it mean? And that, or actually, you're wrong about that. And then it just was gone forever. I, I made a, that Fred Durst one I thought was pretty good, but nobody got it. It was well, That was more of like a greeting card than a meme because there's a picture of Fred Durst pointing and it said, I have faith. Like, memes usually, like, set up a scenario or, like, tell a story, but that's just, like, a moral support. So it's kind of like a Hallmark card. That'd be a good card. Yeah, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> that doesn't like make you should it, be a professor. That doesn't make it a meme. <laughs> nah, yeah. Yeah, right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Limp Biscuit. Not ironically, I want to say. Because it's another fucking thing emo kids are ruining Limp Biscuit. I just want to jam out to Limp Biscuit sometimes without it being a joke. But now it's not possible. I don't know. I love Limp Bizkit as much as the next guy. So Yeah, I'm a Limp Bizkit fan. That greatest hits album? Gold. A lot of hits. A lot of hits. A lot of misses. A lot of hits. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> kind of like throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. They tried. Yeah, but that was the, uh, the new metal age where the kids would just eat any shit up. All that shit up. If you had rap in it yeah. and it was rock, you're getting fucking yeah. a gold record. Yeah, that's true. P.O.D., Papa Roach. Mud- new Metal. I wish there was some New Metal coming back now. Yo, next Sunday is Il Nino playing that first album. Was it Revolution, Revolution? I saw that. Yeah, it's Starland. At Starland Ballroom. I drove past and I was like, wait. <laughs> and I think they spelled it wrong on the flyer. Or wait, no, is it Il Nino? No, it is with two L's, right? Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's okay. Il I stand corrected. <laughs> um, what what bands would you guys say in hardcore? Because people I know compare Turnstile to Limp Bizkit. How accurate would you say that is? Um, not. Okay. Yeah, no, not, not at, at all. all. <laughs> well, the vocals, no, not at all, right? With the vocals, the, the vocals, the sound, like everything, not a, n- no. nothing. No, no, no. Okay. Who Wait, says that? Yeah. Who? What? It might have been just some high school kids. Well, that's why. Yeah, you were telling me about that. You were saying you were walking down the halls and some kid was like, yeah, Turnstile, but I'm not a fan of them. They suck or something like that. I was like, yo, fuck that kid. The fuck does he know? Yeah. You can go, like, no, they're really good. But yeah. they're not like Limp Bizkit. There's no, like, rap or hip-hop in it, but it's, like, got a funk groove to it. Yeah, there's, like, that's a it. funk groove to it, but it's not, like, fucking Limp Bizkit. Well, or the, vo- the vocals aren't rappy at all. Because I was going to say, if we're talking funk grooves, like Rage Against the Machine, maybe, or not really Turnstile? No, because the, the the vocals are just, like, normal, and then it's just, yeah! Like, he just throws, like, yeahs and hoos. Okay. This is where you should drop a Turnstile song. Okay, we're going to play a Turnstile song, and you decide for yourself at home.
yeah so hey leave a leave a comment and let us know what you think about turnstile i don't know are we allowed to like can you give out a podcast with music on it for free you're not really supposed to you gotta like to do it you have to have permission from the artist but i mean who the fuck's gonna li- listen to this yeah realistically i agree it's it, just a clip i don't know roadrunner might find you oh they're on roadrunner now they are I was gonna on say, roadrunner true. were they on bridge well, nine before um yeah uh no no uh they were on uh i think reaper yeah reaper yeah okay i think reaper put out a yeah, I'm pretty last I'm, one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they put out the last one. Nice. I was gonna say a more like down the earth label might be chill, but Roadrunner has some pretty bad history. They're gonna go to jail. Do they really? I mean with Glassjaw and shit, how they put Glassjaw through that contract hell where they couldn't release music forever and like I mean they fucking signed Nickelback, right? That's not a good sign. That's kind of money. The greatest American heroes. <laughs> Nickelback. <laughs> Yeah, I they guess. They don't have anyone on their label now. There's only like 10 bands on Roadrunner. Well, they there used just, to be fucking dozens. Yeah. They used to sign a, a lot of bands. They used to have a lot of relevant metal. Slipknot was on it, right? Yep, still are. Still are. Who they else? Just, they are just they? signed a Code Orange. Yeah, Code Orange just got signed? Yeah. Yeah, Slipknot's still on it. That Code Orange and Turnstile? Yeah. yeah. See, that's good. Like within a week of each other. That's what those big labels need to be doing. They need to dip into like some relevant shit that has been coming up for a while. As long as they don't fuck them over. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And that's the tricky part. That's that's the can- the straw that might break the camel's back. You know, ever no one trusts Victory Records at all anymore. No. No, because why? Because <laughs> why? <laughs> like, everybody that ever works with them, it seems like they have, like, a really bad time. Yeah. Uh, I used to hear horrible stories from a fucking dude that was in Catch-22. That was about it. They said Mr. they Mr. Like, Egan? Yeah, Jamie Egan. <laughs> and like just talk about how he was just like real sketchy and like loved money and like had some like weird mafia affiliations and like um oh. I don't want to talk about it anymore cuz I feel like they're going to sue me now cuz I'm saying this into a free podcast. They're going to send the bulldog after you. <laughs> <laughs> Santa Mosh might come down. Santa Mosh was the one thing that, that was the coolest. I still appreciate that. Yeah. Um, and some you, I you know how I know I'm a fucking jaded asshole because th- there used to be bands that I just wouldn't listen to, and I listened to War all the time yesterday, in full for the first time, and I'm like, wow, this album's like cool, but I, after full collapse, I didn't want to listen to it for some reason. This is Thursday. Yeah, yeah Thursday. Yeah, um, from New Brunswick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Lights, yeah. lights out on Division Street. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm. Anyone out there might not know. Yeah. Yeah, your I, fucking high schoolers you think Limp Bizkit is turnstile might I, not know Thursdays from New Brunswick. They might not know Thursday at all. It's true. Probably not. It's, I actually have both of those albums on vinyl, come to think of it. The War All the Time, I got that one on black, and uh, Full Collapse, it was like a, either a green or a blue. I can't remember. I think it's the green. I think I have that on black. The Probably like 12th pressing or four, some shit. Full Collapse? Yeah. Yeah, I think mine's like the third or fourth pressing. I, that's one of the first albums I got like one of the first ones I got I remember that's that how you sure. could, that's how you could tell where Jimmy got into the game and where I got into the game Jimmy has the third pressing of full class <laughs> I have the twelfth pressing of full class <laughs> and you probably paid the same amount for both mine was probably cheaper that's probably true <laughs> so could you sell yours for more if it's an earlier pressing does it work like that yeah definitely like the, the first pressings are usually the more expensive ones for sure um like with the thursday one i don't know how much of a demand there would be with that one but like i know occasionally i'll see records that i have 
first pressing, second pressing, third pressing, whatever. And depending on the variant, it's going to change the price of how much people want to pay for it. Like the one uh, Hope's Fall satellite years that I have, it goes for like over like $150, $200 just for that one album because there's only, I think, like a few hundred of those made. <clears throat> That's something I never considered because none of the records I've put out so far have gone to second pressing. <laughs> and they won't be like relevant, like it won't be like a, you know, a, a classic album. Like, you can't put out a classic album right away. It has to be like five years later, you know? Yeah, but I mean like even like the first pressing of certain albums like that, like from small, when the label is still small, like those, those can be like big, uh, really valuable one day in the future fingers crossed right <laughs> or the album could suck and then the band just blows up and then those early stuff would be worth mad money people still want it that yeah that's yeah. good okay i know well the thursday pressings even the first pressing was probably out of a thousand probably mm, probably I, less i think it was probably at a few hundred because mine was my the, the third pressing or fourth pressing i have it was definitely like three to four uh, different color variants for that one and mine was one of like three or four hundred and so like even at that time each one was only a few couple hundred so they probably had maybe close to a thousand for that run but that's like the third or fourth run at that point you know what I mean yeah the only way you could really make something as a label would be to do at least for an indie label I have to do at least 300 every time I put something out and you gotta sell all of them, right? For sure. No, like you could break even after, depending on what you're selling and how much exactly it costs. But, you, I, well, what do you say? Like you sell a record for twelve. I remember I was texting you guys when we put the Ferro Lux record up. Twelve, fifteen bucks is acceptable for a twelve inch, you'd say. Fifteen yeah, for brand new. Yeah, for like your band, and then when they blow up, you could go like twenty. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at, at a show oh, yeah, I, for a year band, yeah, twelve bucks. Like, <laughs> please buy this, please. <laughs> 12 15 bucks something like that and a free sticker and a cd and a shirt yeah <laughs> i just want to break even dude that's all i want that's my goal for the year 2018 is break even and stop just pumping money into this shit horse but um oh fuck i forgot what i was gonna say um something about records obviously you're talking about putting out records how you have to do 300 yeah well oh john because for metal bands, I feel like it's more expensive. It is. It's so much more expensive. Yeah. It's silly. And rap. Rap and hip-hop yeah. records rap are is so expensive. really expensive, too. Yeah. I bought Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar. I mean, it was at Urban Outfitter, so it was already going to be stupid. Yeah. I, 36 or 40 bucks, yeah. yeah. I guess mainly because like, big labels are putting them out. Yeah. Big labels just want to make money off of you. Um, As opposed to like indie records and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, metal shit's expensive. Yeah, it is. But the art sometimes is sick. Like, Baroness, dude, has the fucking coolest, all-encompassing artwork vinyl yeah. I've seen. Because it's uh, John Baisley Dyer. And he's, is the artist he's in name. the band, right? Yeah, he's the singer, I want to say. Yeah. John Dyer? No, it's John Dyer Baisley. Yeah, it's John Dyer Baisley. I buy the CDs because the packaging is sick, and then I look on their Instagram of all the cool vinyl. Because, I mean, each album they have... He does a lot of other bands, too. Yeah. Because it's got that metal vibe, but it's still different. Actually. Can you pass me on that top shelf? One to that uh, won't the flowers? I just got this one. He did this. Of Torch. What album? Uh, Torches in Return. That looks cool, too. 
Also, metal songs are really long too. So some of the time you're gonna they have to do two a LPs. double disc, as opposed to a punk album that's what twenty minutes long sometimes. Yeah, if that. This this uh, album has thirty variants. God damn. Yeah. How many? There's thirty variants, and they're all called crazy stuff like planetoid or like. Um, is this a Frozen CD? Tundra? Yeah, it's a CD. It came with a CD too. Mm-hmm. A clear CD. This is sick. Oh, that's pretty cool. I like that. What 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 color is this then? I couldn't figure it out. Because <laughs> it just says like these weird fucking names, and it's like, all right, I gotta imagine what. No, it says it right here. Uh, it's Tree Forest Grundle, right here. Does it really? Elf taint. <laughs> Shitty elf taint. No, it does look really cool. I like it. We did, we're did. we doing a double LP for the Invalids, Unoya release. And it's just a lot of money. We're going to sell it for 18 I think. That's, that, that's pretty reasonable. It's a double, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's reasonable. That's more than reasonable. Like, most, uh, most 12 inches you buy are probably like, 12 to 14 15 bucks yeah i mean at a show that's what i'll pay 12 to 15 bucks any more than that no what if it's super rare well that's a different story that'll be like that's you know a tour a tour run yeah a tour variant like special silkscreen cover out of what like a hundred or something yeah but i mean most of the time if you're getting it directly from the band while they're on tour they're just going to charge you the normal price like 12 14 bucks whatever it may be but if you end up buying it secondhand, then it's going to be more expensive, for sure. Yeah, it's when you look at your bank account the next day, and it's just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. You just did that. Yeah, I just did that with kids like us, out of control. Yeah, but I that dropped, was a sick color. Dropped 80 on it. But I've been looking for that for, like, forever. And I have never seen it that low. Have you just seen it, like, 100 to 150 range? Yeah, I've never seen it out of three days. I've never seen it under 100 bucks. And then, yeah, Jimmy sent it to me for eight, or uh, sent me the link, and it was at 80, and I was like, Instantly, right there, bought it. Off eBay? Nah, off Discogs. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, if your if your band's really important, like really important, you could sell really for whatever. If it's rare, because that was an old record, or yeah, it's it was their first record. They're not a band anymore. I don't think. I, I, they never really officially broke up, but they never officially broke up. But they haven't done anything for like ten yeah. years, or like like six years. And it was like a limited run, I think, of the yeah. of the record itself. I think it was like one twenty five out of the color I got, and then there's another black for two hundred or something like that, or a three hundred. Yeah, there was only like one or two different variants. Was, for yeah, four hundred. So that's cool. They never broke up because they left the window open for more reunion shows and tours, right? Potentially. It might, it might be better if you release the official breakup statement, though, and then say, oh, we're back, right? Not, I mean, yes and no. I mean, lately, you've been seeing a lot more bands do, like, the, hey, guess what? We're back. Like, and it's cool. I mean, all those to a point. All the 10-year tours. Yeah, all yeah. the 10-year tours and like all the bands that just broke up and then they're getting back together. Like, uh, who did it recently? Like, American Nightmare did it recently. Yeah, American Nightmare. Uh, I've been doing shows. Uh, Bleeding Through just did it. Yep. Uh, but they're real, they're done now. Yeah, Under Oath. Under Oath, yeah, they just came back. They did that. I wish I went to that. Yeah, you really fucked up, man. It was great. Um, Misery Signals Misery did sig- a 10-year. But they didn't break up. Yeah. I don't, to yeah. some people, yeah. they did. That's true. I mean, like... Um, Juliana Theory did a 10-year anniversary after they broke up. 
Uh, I oh. just saw Barrier Dead do a 10-year. Armor for yeah. Sleep. Armor for Sleep, yeah, that's true. They did a 10-year tour. It's the starting line, I think, or did they ever, like, officially... I don't think they ever up? broke up. I think they just, Stopped like... doing things? Yo, we're poor. Let's go do a show. True. Totally not that kind of music, but I just saw Minus the Bear do a 10-year. It just proves true. how old we are. Yeah. <laughs> All the albums I want to listen to are well over 10 years old now. The best ones. I think it, I think it's cool that there's a generation of our people that are old and still going to shows, though. Because now I feel like music will kind of make... I, I don't know. Maybe I'm in my own fucking bubble with this shit, but it feels like it's becoming important again because I think it fell off for a, a couple of years. I mean, there were always bands that were doing well, but it's starting to feel in Jersey that there's more of a music scene. I don't know if it's just because I'm playing and I just see people. A New Brunswick revival? Yeah, or everywhere. I don't know. It seems like there's people like us that are real fucking stubborn and don't want to stop doing it, and it seems like they're not going to stop doing it. And that helps because when those people stick around, then there's like a new wave of kids that come in, and most likely the older bands will sound better than like a shitty high school band Yeah. for the most part. So it helps build the scene, I think, when people stick around and shit like that. Um, Kind of off topic, but I was trying to find Blink-182 vinyl to see how much it cost. <laughs> I, I found a cassette for the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Guess how much you think it is? Two, three hundred? No, no, it's new. It's like from their web store. Oh, uh, 50 bucks? No, $14.50. Oh. Uh, so it's on blue. It's a blue uh, cassette. That's feasible. You gotta buy it now. I mean, it probably costs 40 cents to make in Thailand or some shit, or China. Cassette, cassettes are making like a hard revival too this year. Uh, yeah, but... This I year and last year. I don't like it. I can't fuck with that. I don't know. I don't have a cassette player in my car. Nobody has a fucking cassette player. <laughs> Degrades, too, like, over time. Yeah. It sounds mostly bad, Yep. in my opinion. But, like, for some shit, it works. Like, a lot of screamo bands do it, and it, like, kind of sounds the same. Or, like, different, but still works. Because there's, like, high-end, and, like, it's lo-fi to begin with, so it kind of works out. It's just a way for them to get some more money. It costs nothing to make, and they make, like, five bucks off it. Five, ten bucks. Yeah. Well, some labels get big strictly on cassette, so, and that's cool. That's a cool way to do releases, I guess, because you don't have to front fifteen hundred dollars for each one. Yeah, I mean, I noticed that they've been doing a lot more uh, uh, cassette releases of like things. Like, Have Heart's been doing it. I saw Expire doing it. Yeah, Bridge um, Nine had a whole run of it, didn't they? Yeah, they yeah, just did. Uh, Bridge Nine. Defeater did their uh, like a box set of all their tapes, which oh, is yeah, cool. It was a lot. Yeah, I mean, I have, I bought two, I think two or three of them myself, but like they expire, I think, and one or two of the half hearts, I'm not sure. But like, I, they just sit there. I don't use them. I don't listen to them. It's just like, <laughs> they were like five bucks. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, I'm just a compulsive like buyer. So, but like, I, I'm not going to use them. They're, you just want to collect them. Yeah, that's for what I think of cassettes. But I know there are people that do listen to them and I don't get why because it sounds terrible and it's inconvenient. <laughs> Who has a tape player? Yeah, I mean everyone did at one point. Who has a record player? Yeah, yeah, and that's that's more common I'd say. But now. you can straight up buy a record player at yeah. a Walmart, at a Target, literally Urban any Outfitters anywhere. Can they probably don't sell cassette players though, right? They probably to. Urban does. They try to be hip like that. Yeah, maybe like some sort of like boomboxes still. I don't know if the boomboxes are still around or not. I think I've seen them though. Yeah, if you get, I mean online you can find out anything. <laughs> They're all Bluetooth sure. and iPod iPod boomboxes now. Yeah, I I just think it shouldn't go any further back than cassettes. Like fuck it, fuck it, eight track. Uh, I think uh, Barbarian 
Dave's band did uh, eight tracks. Yeah, <laughs> that was his John trying to be weird. He's though. crazy though. He's like that was still cool though. Like who fuck has eight tracks? Yeah, that's it is a novelty and it, it does set you apart right away. That's a good point. You have to what? What's an eight track player though? What? Do, I don't like, even know what that where, is. Where would you get one? Yeah, do you have to build one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah out of wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can definitely buy them. They're just not exp- not cheap because like who nobody needs or nobody uses a um, an eight track player. So you could definitely buy one. It's just going to be expensive to find one, but like it's really inconvenient. And since nobody has them in their cars anymore, you're just going to sit at home and you're going to play it like that once in a great while. Yeah. And that's a really inconvenient way of uh, trying to listen to music. Yeah. It, there comes a point like it would be sick to have a record player in a car just because it'd be fucking cool. But how would that? You, yeah, no. It would be. It, the only problem is, is, like, you get like a solid, like, what, like, maybe ten minutes of listening on one side. Then you gotta flip it, like, or you hit a bump and then it's fucked. You're done. Then your record's fucked. Yeah. You could get it in like a zero gravity dual shock isolated. There, there used to be record players <laughs> in cars. Really? But you'd have to, yeah. you'd have to park on the side of the road and like, you know, have a party. That's for the bump uglies. That's kind of cool. Like the nicer cars that had like the mini bars where you pull out the dash, you know, the uh, glove compartment and there's fucking alcohol in there and the top there's a record player. Yeah. Those kind of cars. That's dope. There's a song about it uh, by the fad uh, called Vinyl Paradise and it, uh, the lyric is Exhibit would have to pimp my ride <laughs> to have a record player in your car. So most, he most can make pe- it happen. Most people won't recognize that, uh, realize that joke in like a few years or even now, I don't think. Exhibit? Yeah. No, the pimp my ride joke. I, I feel like a lot of people don't even understand like what that is now. Well, luckily there's a meme to keep the legacy alive. That's why you need memes. <laughs> so I, I think I own three cassettes. Um, Big Willie style with, nice. with Miami on it. Uh, Weird Al, Alapalooza had like just just eat it. Uh, fuck, there was one more. I don't remember. Maybe Space Jam? Disney's greatest hits I used to have. Nice. Like Lion King and all that. Hell yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Let's talk about our childhood cassette collections. I just have Alice in Chains. <laughs> I would have Alice in Chains. <laughs> yeah, that's the most legit out of all of ours. <laughs> what about the, what the, the dude from Home Alone? He had that like handheld thing. The talk boy? Yeah, it was a talk boy. Yeah. I can play a cassette. Yeah, for sure. Might be cool. That That can come back find walkmans i hope not i really fucking hope not (laughs) that's where i draw the line too vinyl's cool because it really does sound different than cd than digital it has a cool live feel it's novelty but there's still some quality to it and it has like an old-timey feel too i mean people i guess could argue the same thing about cassettes but i just i'm not but it's not true (laughs) (laughs) you, you know that it's on the real right you know that it's on there, but like with the record, you actually see it. You physically hold it. You can touch it. Like it's a real thing. You can physically see it. And then plus the liner notes, like nobody gives a shit about the liner notes anymore. I do. I always was one of the person. The first thing I did is when I open it, I check the record or CD even, and I would check like the liner notes. And I would go through every single page and shit. Yeah, same. Like, and th- that's what for me why vinyl is so important. I mean, you get the shitty little fucking cardboard thing with the cassettes. Like that sucks. Yeah. The record, you get, like, a whole big thing. Sometimes they have, like, the, the booklets and shit. Like, I don't really give a fuck what they ate that day, but, like, it's cool to see. Like, you get a lot of, like, there's a lot of detail in it. It's really cool. A lot of time, like, with the artwork and stuff. Plus, yeah, the artwork's blown up to 12 inches, 7 inches, yeah. whatever. It's, it's sick. 
it's different than just having a small CD or just on your computer screen. It's a large, tangible. It's like a piece of art in itself, you know, and a yeah. collector's item. Yeah, it's a tangible because you actually can physically. So as another aspect. Of it. Yeah, it's cool. I want to do a clear rainbow splatter record. Hmm. I think it just costs like dumb money. <laughs> it like looks really nice, though. Yeah. yeah. I just had the uh, the Wonder Years upside. I saw you post that on Instagram. Yeah. It's cool. Cool. Good looking. One yeah. of the one of the colors sparkles fell off and messed up one of the songs. But other than that, it's nice. Wow, <laughs> that's bullshit. What uh? What Shout color? Out to no sleep. Yeah, that took forever too. <laughs> by the way. Really? Yeah. There's a. I I guess there's only what three plants that make the finals. Yeah. Three well, major we ones. We were just talking about this because uh, someone told me and John, you you saw it on the back of what record were you looking at before that said Made in Czech Republic. Uh, what did we just get? Oh, uh, the Suburban Scum. Suburban Scum. Album. Is that new? Yeah. Yeah. It so, just, they just shipped and they shipped like earlier in the week for the first time. We just got them. That's cool. But yeah, pi- Pirate, Pirate Press. Pirate Press. Pirate Press. Pirate Press is located in California, but it said made in Czech Republic. Well, it said it, made in CZ. I don't know what the fuck Dude, the, apparently like a lot of people are outsourcing and getting the records made in, is Czech Republic in South America? Nope. No, I'm dumb. Yeah. Oh wow, you are dumb. Europe, Europe. Yeah, okay. Very much Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no. Yeah, not here. That's all I know. <laughs> not, not America. Not my country. Speak English. They're out. They're outsourcing because all the plants are backed up. Yeah, and it's probably fucking cheaper. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Dude, because it's such an antiquated medium that hasn't been updated. Like I went through this place that just opened up for the Feral Lux record, and they were like, sorry, our, our pump broke on the press and it took two months to replace it just because it's all machines from the, the 1970s. Like, that's all people have and they just have to touch it up. And then, like, people just try to duplicate those machines. So even at your best, you're duplicating antiquated equipment. You're, like, creating something that was fucking 1970. Like, yo, why can't you make a new machine completely that's more, like, efficient? Or why can't I just 3D print the record? And just be done, you know? Somebody will figure it out one day. But they haven't made a brand new plant because they're using all old parts. Like yeah. They don't make uh, machines that make vinyl anymore. They just use old ones. Exactly. It's all fucking rickety bullshit. Um, the, one of the main pressing plants is United Records Press in uh, Tennessee. They don't accept new customers anymore. Wow. So And they're, they're like one of the better ones. And... They're apparently getting a whole new second pressing unit, more factory space, some shit. And now they're going to start to, but it's like, it's still going to take another few months, I bet. And it's been like two, three years since they haven't been taking new customers. So it's like, if you haven't been with us before this time, then you can't press with us. And that's how the place I go through now is to Musical in uh, Ohio somewhere. He's like, yeah, I'm just, that place is literally like two dudes. And I call him on the phone and I talk to him and I mail him a form with the records. But it's cool because it's like, it's easier kind of because he'll just call me and say, hey, I got it. Gonna start working on it. It's like some old dude. And like, <laughs> I feel like digital, I wouldn't trust it as much. Like, because he'll call me and say it's bad or some shit. I'm, I'm actually talking to a human and not like getting emails and shit. So, oh, you got to make like test presses, right? Yeah, it's a whole process. And like, which are worth money too. If you sell the test presses. Yeah. We're supposed to auction off one, uh, the Feralux one, to send to, like, uh, to donate to, like, an animal shelter. Nice. We just have to pick a shelter to do it with. But that, 
that'll be cool. That's nice. Yeah, you giving back. Plus, I, I want to clear some of these records out of my attic too. So, very <laughs> cool. They're accumulating quickly. <laughs> I'm trying to do like at least three or four more releases this year, but we'll see. You know, it's easy to talk a big game, but who knows, right? There, there's bands that put out uh that put in for records in January, and they're not coming out until June or July. Yeah, eight months. Uh, fuck. Who was the band we were literally just talking about last week? Uh, I know the Wonder Years took six six months. Uh, they just released like it was on Decibel magazine. Nails. Yeah, it was a singer from Nails. Just the singer. Yeah, he had like a whole article about um. The press is taking too long because bigger companies like overload the presses with like record store day shit from, you know, albums from years ago that nobody wants anymore. Yeah, they just. So he can't get his album out for eight months. Yeah, because people only want them because they're record store day releases. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because it, it is kind of like a holiday to celebrate vinyl. Uh, I'm not for it. I'm, I don't do it, really. Is is everyday record store day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hard-hitting question. Every day I go on and fucking look at my want list. No, but like, it's dumb to me because like, you put out albums that like no one really gives a fuck about anymore. But it's record store day, and everyone fucking goes and droves for it. And like when you actually want something, it's gone because the people who don't usually go get records, they'll go out that day and fucking buy it. It's yeah. like if you go to church on Christmas, you go to church the rest of the fucking year, you get a seat like up front. But you go fucking midnight mass, the whole place <laughs> is filled up. You're not going to fucking sit in church at all. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I, I don't know if that sounds pretentious or not, but I don't give a fuck about record store day. That's, isn't yeah. it? Is it on 420? Yeah, Four, they, they have two. No, like one, four, sixteen, four, seven. It's yeah. It was on 420 a couple of years ago. I noticed that. Tight. <laughs> and usually, I'm not around for it. I think the last we were at the uh, Boston. New England, yeah, New England yeah. Hardcore well, Fest. We did, we did go to the store on rec- Yeah, but later on that day after they cleared out the stores. Yeah, there's nothing left. Yeah, right. I still go, but. I, I can never find what I actually want, and then some motherfucker buys all of them and flips them for five hundred. That's the hustle. The record store day is just bullshit. It's it, like it, it's just another way for them to make money off a of different color variants and depressed old shit like that. Like they, everybody's saying, like for me, because I want to get all the different variants. It's like, why am I gonna have to pay an extra eighteen dollars for two hundred fifty of these and? I have to get up way really early, like it's to go Black Friday shopping just for some records. I'm not gonna do that. It's also bullshit because like you'll have the people who are like best friends with like the store owners, and they'll oh, yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, just put this aside for me," and they'll go like next like week or two weeks and just pick up all the releases but, that like you wanted but are gone because some dickhead is friends with the owner. <laughs> yeah. I went to four stores this year in a row just looking for that Deftones album. Nothing. That sucks. Yeah, I wanted integrity and it was gone everywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's a good way for them to make money, that's for sure. The, yeah, it, the, the, stores, stores, don't, the stores don't make money off of them. They make something, though, man. No. The, stores, the stores don't like it. The stores well, don't like it, but they have to do it because they want all the extra traffic. They make money when somebody goes in, buys Record Store Day stuff, and then other things that aren't a part of Record Store Day. They, I think I was reading somewhere that they actually lose money on Record Store Day items because the majority of them, if you go right now to like Vintage Vinyl... 
there's just going to be a whole section of record store day shit and nobody wants it because they press like 500 of this 600 of that yeah, and exactly. thousand of this and nobody's going to really want to buy that it's the whole idea is to get people to go into your your record store just get traffic exactly yeah to get people in so that they can buy other stuff but nowadays it's it's stupid that was the original idea behind it yeah Hopefully the stores are getting something out of it. it. Sucks that they just get fucked on it. Yeah, they really don't make money off of it. It's it's gotta be hard for a music store to stay open, like a record CD store to stay open. I mean, we've seen so many close down in the past ten years. Yeah. I think in Jersey, I can name three, maybe record stores, yeah. Vintage Vinyl. Yeah. The Princeton Record Exchange. Record Exchange. Yeah. Um, I know there's one in Red Bank across from the uh, comic book store. Yeah, that place yeah. is cool too. There's uh, one in New Brunswick. Yeah, there's now. one in New Brunswick. Oh shit, Spina Records, right? Spine, yeah, Spina, Spina. There's there's one now in Milltown. Oh yeah, fuck, I went there too. That Did guy you? was real cool. Yeah, um, they didn't have a lot. I got like some weird. I thought it'd be cool. Like, oh, there was jazz records on discount, like three dollar jazz records. And I was like, yeah, I like jazz. I'm a jazz guy. This will be cool. It's the shittiest jazz music, dude. <laughs> it's like, burr, 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 burr. it's just bullshit. There's like, another one in uh, Asbury too. It's a small shop. I don't know the name of it though. Oh, it's it's something records. It's right on. Gener- no, generate. No, I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm not even. So there are a couple. That's good. Um, Spina Records. The dude. I don't know if he played in the band. He used to run house shows in New Brunswick. Um, his house was called Fuck Mountain. Oh, like five years ago, I think. And he's been open for a year or two now. It's right on Easton. I thought it was Gabe's friend who opened it. Gabe might know him. The weird one who like has spiders and shit. Rob? Yeah, wasn't it Rob or one of Rob's buddies? It could. Rob probably knows the guy. Cause I feel like I've seen Rob like involved in opening it up. Probably, yeah, he probably stopped in. Rob's been playing in his band a lot in Echo Black. Fuck is that? <laughs> oh dude oh man oh shit is that bad no it's not bad it's just what it is it's like industrial goth music it is what it is for what it is it's cool it's like industrial goth pop do you want to watch the music video right now i mean you're gonna open it up it's, your laptop no because anyway. it's fucked up it's a spectacle it's, it's a weird i see i showed the video like to people eight i showed it to like at least eight different people and now the song now I like the song it's like stuck in my head so I don't know if that says something good or bad about it I don't know as industrial goth as I go is like Rob Zombie see maybe you'll like it maybe this is for you but like Rob Zombie is the only one out there no one likes it's like good or worth listening to yeah so well hey let me know what you think I'll play, I'm gonna play just like 30 seconds of this but it's pretty fucked up um and they're all, uh, Danny Blue's the singer, and he's like, um, I don't want to get it wrong. I, I don't know if what he identifies as, but he's like some sort <laughs> of gender queer type thing going on. Oh, man. But Rob's in the video. Uh, isn't he in the band? Yeah. <laughs> but... This video is fucked up. What the fuck? They put on a good show. I saw, I saw him at Webster recently. How was that? 
It was good, man. I was mad because the main room at what show? No, downstairs. Uh. They're they're on. They played with um, Davy Suicide, which is another band kind of like this, more Rob Zombie esque. And Davy Suicide's on this track, mm-hmm. but he didn't come out to sing it. And I was like, Yo, what the fuck's that guy's problem? I find it happens a lot where like you'll be playing a show with like. And the band will have guest vocals with like another band playing that show, and the singer won't come out and do the, their part. Yeah, you expect <laughs> I, them to come out, but they don't. Yeah, I, like, I don't understand that. Like, be stoked and like make it a, a fucking thing. Yeah, you could just stop this. <laughs> the video is nuts. Yeah, we had to watch a whole thing after this. Nah, it's, yeah. it's fucked up, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know why the guy. Maybe he was just backstage, just like doing stuff. But I was mad. I'm like, yo, I'd be stoked if I was like a singer on another like my friend's band and they're playing the same show I would totally come out and do my part hell yeah I do your parts I'm not even in your band (laughs) (laughs) you do a guest vocal spot as much as you can grab that mic yo you're holding on to that picture forever of you on the mic oh yeah forever it's a good pick (laughs) it is a good pick Uh, who took that Uh, Kelsey 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 Harris yeah Yeah. solid pick yeah she's doing good too now Uh, she's like finally just freelancing 100% with photography that's cool. Nice. Yeah, she's good. Is um is that still your profile pic, Russ, on Twitter? I yeah, it is. On at, life. At Russ underscore. Oh. Uh, have heart. No. <laughs> <laughs> at I don't even know my Twitter name. Well, just Google Russ and you'll find him. <laughs> is it Midnight in America? That's my Instagram. Midnight underscore in underscore America. So it might just be Russ Aliyev. Thirteen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's it. A-L-I-E-B. You knew the whole time. You just didn't tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's also plug your uh, Instagram. Uh, seven underscore inches. No. Okay. Seven number seven inches underscore seven plagues. And it's a play on seven angels, seven plagues. Obviously, yeah. if yeah. anyone didn't know that, which is the old band before Misery Signals and like Dead to Fall. Some oh, yeah. somebody asked asked that it's just on the Instagram. It's like, is this, are you guys from Seven Angels, Seven Plagues? <laughs> Should have said yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately not. We saw them do a song, though, at the Malice Tenure thing. That yeah, cool. we did. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. I was I was more stoked for that than the whole show, I think. What? I got like, re- yeah, I got way too stoked. I love <laughs> Seven Angels, Seven, uh, seven Angels, Seven Plagues, excuse me. Misery Signals was so good, though. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. But like, I, once, as soon as they started playing the... Fucking, uh, was it Jasmine's Lullaby? Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. This is it. This is all I came to say. Thank you, guys. Nice. You see Mike Maroney get his glasses split in half? No, at that show? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mike was there? Yeah. 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 Mike From- was there with Dan King. What uh, the fuck? Shout out to Gates. Yeah, shout out to Gates. New album coming out. We actually just shouted them out on the last podcast, too. They're going to just keep coming up. Well, because their, their new album's coming out, too. Yeah, and they're on a monster tour with uh, Fucking Thrice. Thrice, Thrice yeah. 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 I got tickets to that. Starland? Yeah, it's almost uh, sold out. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we sold out like five shows already on that tour. Of that tour, yeah. That's they sick. sold out a few. Even their last tour they did, that a lot of the venues, they went out with Pianos Become the Teeth and... Uh, I went to that too. Loma, Loma Prieta. Yeah. yeah. They're cool, yeah. I was supposed to go. I'd work. Yeah, I saw that in, Web- in Webster, yeah. The main room? No. <laughs> How big is... I've never been in the main room, actually. Uh, it's pretty fr- big. I went the first time last week to go see Bane do their last new york show was it sold out it was a marlin room yeah and was it sold out yeah it was sold out it was sold out but there was space there's a lot of space it was mother's day so 
moms. Bring your mom to the show. It's also Bane, and people just leave for Bane for some reason. The underdogs. Yeah. Last time they were playing New York, and then people just leave. That was really a weird feeling. Yeah, there's a lot more people for, like, uh, backtrack. And then Bane came on, and then, yeah. You see, like, a quarter of the room left, which is weird because you're there <laughs> for Bane's la- last show. Last yeah. show. Yeah. Speaking of Thrice, uh, the most expensive vinyl I've ever seen was their, uh, fuck is it called, the four albums. Um, uh, the Alchemy Index. The Alchemy Index. I want it so bad, but it goes on for like 250 bucks online. Not like previously owned, right? Like someone's trying to sell it? Yeah. yeah. Previously owned, uh, it's f- you know the four albums in one box set. So if you're savvy, you could make an extra few hundred a week off selling records. If you're really actively involved in it, though, I don't well, know. you gotta like, it takes a lot of money. yeah, and then you gotta like buy them when they first come out, and then hold on to them for like a year or two. Because yeah. Alchemy Index came out what when we were in high school? Yeah, years ago. Still never heard it. Really? <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. I only heard half of Visu, and maybe two songs from Artists in the Ambulance. Not no. a fan of Visu. Uh, yeah. Artists in the Ambulance is good, and then uh, they're only ch- no. Uh, Illusion of safety. Illusions of safety. Not their only chasing safety. That's that was good too. <laughs> That's my favorite, but it's also the only one I've heard in full. So I don't know. I like everything after that. Yeah. From Vihisu up. I'm opposite. It kind of got more country twang, right? Just the one. Well, just the one album because there was. So the Alchemy Index is like fire, water, earth, and air. Is it air? Whatever. Yeah. They, whatever uh, they do on the planet. And fire, the, water, earth, air. And, and the, heart, the earth one is straight up like country. Yeah, that's cool. Though. But it's earth and air on one, or it's like three, four, and then one, two was uh, fire and water. Fire and water. Fire water. It's in fire my opinion water. is definitely the best too. Yeah, of those of that, those yeah. were heavier. Uh, fire was fire was like a heavy album. Water was like electronica, like calming. You're in the ocean. Cool stuff. I gotta check it out. It, it's it, really good. It makes sense for them to tour with Gates then. I think. Yeah, especially they play that stuff. Yeah. You bought your ticket? Mm-hmm. Okay. I bought mine already. I'll buy my ticket. I bought my... I got like a... I think I got a package deal where I bought the ticket and I pre-ordered their new album. I got like a gray gray and black smoke. Gates? No. Thrice? Thrice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new Gates album, Parallel Lives, out this June. Yes. Uh, so check that out. The songs I heard so far are cool. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Dan when King. He's cool. Are they gonna do any? Uh, should we play for uh, a means to the fall right now? Dan King's old band. Wow. I have it on my iPod. Nice. Send me MP3. Maybe I'll drop it in here. Who Who else was in that band? In Gates or a means to fall? A means to fall. Uh, Healy was right. Yeah, Brandon and Ryan Healy, and they're in that MMA themed band now. Yeah, Death Throb. Death Throb. Yeah, which I think they're doing pretty good in that. Yeah. Really good, actually. They're Jacks, and um, their songs are like the theme songs for a fighter or something, right? Yeah. Walkouts. For like people on TV or? I think um, I think Ryan was telling me one of them, one of the dudes that was fighting either was on Bellator or it was on the undercard. It was on the undercard regardless, but I think it was either Bellator or, or maybe Invicta maybe. I'm not I exactly it was sure. Invicta. Was it? I yeah. think it was Invicta. But yeah, it's they're cool. doing good. That's rad. Brandon Healy is a sick drummer. Didn't he like win the Guitar Center drum off or some shit? Yeah, in like 2007. This is ripping it. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking nuts. 
How many Guitar Center went, have you won, Jeff? I've only judged one. <laughs> You've judged them? Yeah, last year. Really? Officially judged. A few months ago, I was a judge. I was on the panel of three judges. Guess how much I got paid? 20 bucks. Fucking zero dollars. For the scene. They told me they'd give me some coupons. They didn't give me shit. <laughs> some coupons. Big <laughs> coupons. Shout out to Guitar Center on Route 18. Fuck you. Um, They're they, the fucking worst. <laughs> They're fucking awful. I hate going. I hate going there. I still there. go there. Only it's when okay. I fucking have to because Sam Ash won't have something. Yeah. You go there because they treat you like a legend. <laughs> a local musician, Joe Scala. Local hero. I just like... Well, I know a bunch of the guys there. Sam Asher die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a shitty gearhead too, so I'll go wherever and just buy whatever. I did get a free t-shirt for judging that um, the drum off. For going for three or four weeks, they gave me a free t-shirt. Was it your size? It might have been a large. I'm a medium. <laughs> <laughs> it also was all white and had like a shitty robot on it. But um, I, I think I'm going to enter the competition next year. You should. I don't. I don't really like that shit. Like, like just like, bullshit. Like, dude, I don't know if I told you guys. One guy, Jimmy, you have to hold the mic. Yeah. One guy, he did, he did the drum off, and he just did for like two minutes. And then he did. Then he rang out, and he stood up and like looked around the room, like, and gave this mean. And you get judged on showmanship, but I definitely gave him less points on showmanship because it was the dumbest Before shit. That. Yeah, it was the dumbest shit I've ever seen. So he lost in the finals. No, he didn't even make it to finals, dude. Good. Fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> he was a sore loser too. So if you're listening to this, I don't know your name, but uh, eat my shit too. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna find it and kick my ass. <laughs> It's funny you bring that up because no, I don't. Um, <laughs> so well, dude, because I've been—I was learning an invalid set list for a year. Yeah. So now that we're learning new shit now, but I set a date in June to do some drum cover videos. I don't, I'm probably not going to do a Mastodon song. I know. I don't think I'm. It was for my birthday too. <laughs> like two two years ago, your birthday. All right, maybe I'll do one then. I don't think I'm, I'm not good at. I don't think I'm good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pick the slow rock ballad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do Misery Signals. I don't know yet. We'll see. You were supposed to do number six from the latest album. That Yeah, I'm a piece of shit, dude. I was supposed to graduate college in four years. That didn't fucking happen. It took me eight. So who knows? I'll get there eventually. You're a doctor. Yeah. It took eight. It was eight years of cop school and training on the streets for me to really get where I am. So, you know. Cool. Anything else you guys want to add? Your mother is a nice lady. My mom's really nice. I don't know. Didn't you have a book of questions for us? Oh, I did have a book of questions. Uh, Let's do that real quick before we wrap up. (laughs) We covered a lot of it. Okay, first question. How long do you think... Oh, no. Better question. Do you think this podcast will actually get posted on the internet or will it just sit on my computer for five months? Uh, No, it won't get posted. Okay. Actually, yeah, it will. Okay, thanks. Because this is the first one you did on your own. I think you'll actually do it. I think I think you'll post it, and then you'll take it down a couple of days later. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy has the best answer. <laughs> Most accurate. Dude, it doesn't sound right. I'm going to remaster the podcast. I don't want people to know this about me. Um, a favorite record in your collection. Do you like Beverly Hills Ooh. Cop? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. 
That's not a record. Went. That's a movie. Beverly Hills Cop is a movie, not a record. Or a soundtrack. They do have the soundtrack though. So. Is it on vinyl? Yeah, for sure. They have every. They have Everything. most. Uh, most uh, soundtracks on vinyl. Now. I know Clueless is Clueless soundtrack. Wild Wild West might be. There's a bunch of shit. I have uh, Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. Woo! That's nice. Cool. Okay, favorite records. Favorite records. I think I like the records that people give to me as like a present because I just they just know me. So like, I got Taylor Swift Red on Red from. Allison, John just got me Carcass for my birthday. Jimmy gave me Defeater and Newfound Glory, I think, like, two years ago, last year. Yeah, something like that. So I think I just like records that people give to me, and, like, they know what I like. Sentimental value. Yeah, it means more. Sentimental. Cool. Unearthed Things of Conscience I got from my girlfriend's brother. That's cool. That was, That's a good one. That's so a yeah, really good one. Records that people give to me sentimentally I like more. Aw. Okay, John. I think more of my favorite ones are ones that are that are done well, like artwork and the jackets came out fucking awesome, and the vinyls came out great. Like uh, we were just looking before at torches in return because John Dyer Basley did that one. That one's fucking awesome. Uh, Tool Lateralis. It has like uh, so it's two. Has two. <laughs> There's two discs on it, and each side of each disc is a picture disc. And each one is the first one starts off as a person, and each disc takes away like a layer of something. So the first one takes away the layer of like skin. The next one's like the muscles and the nervous system. That's sick. And probably Alex Gray did that artwork, right? The guy who does all the bodies and like yeah, with yeah, the yeah. fucking energy. He's awesome. And that album too is fucking like I remember being in eighth grade and reading like pages about the album and how it starts and stops and yeah, you can, like rearrange, rearrange the, the songs and make it perfect and everything that's fucking crazy it's very cool yeah i'd say those kind of albums are my favorite where the band takes all this extra time into actually making a pretty cool piece of artwork nice jim i um i got one me i just like them uh, I mean, <laughs> I just like them. No, that one of my favorite ones has got to be uh, Foundation when the smoke clears. It's uh, the first pressing, and it's the orange with the black splatter. I mean, uh, it's like you've seen it. Yeah. I think I posted it. It's, it's fucking just, sick. It's just a cool variant. It's a cool variant. That's what I like about them. I like them. That's how I like them most. Um, and then like, th- those are my favorites. Um, like the really cool ones. You That's guys just really went like. to the last show, right? Yeah, yeah, we just went to Foundations last show. That was cool. Merch, merch blowout. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I've never seen a line like that. It was <laughs> Jim, crazy. didn't you didn't you wait at the Foundations merch table for two sets? Yeah, I, I waited. I want to shout out to uh, Foundations last shows uh, merch guy because you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> No, I'm standing there. You just keep skipping. That's here? really your fault because we were one of the first ones into the show, and I, we all, both of us went to the merch line first, like everyone else. We all, everyone went in droves, and we were waiting in line, and Jim decided to go pee. So when when he went to go pee, I stayed in line, and I texted him. I was like, "All right, what do you want? I'll get it for you." He's like, "Yeah, I don't really know. I'll just go and wait in line. I'll get it myself." I was like, "All right, I got my stuff, whatever." Uh, and then went to go see the show. And then Jim went to go during Society's Abuse. No, when'd you go? I went. I went right after Society's Abuse. So whoever played after them was um, uh, King Nine. 
King Nine. I wanted to see King Nine. No, I watched King Nine. She so went after King Nine. I went after King mm-hmm. Nine, and I don't know who played after them. Uh, Harm's Way. Didn't see it. You didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it. That's why. No, but yeah, I wanted to see some of Harm's Way, but I figured at that point, was it three bands, three or four bands in? Society's Abuse and King Nine had played. So I figured two two bands in, it would have been at least alleviated so I could like get to the merch guy. No. No. No, it definitely wasn't. But here's the kicker. About four songs into Harm's Way, um, the merch guy for Foundation just straight walks away (laughs) and doesn't come back for two sets. Wow. So, so straight up, nobody was selling merch. And like, I was pretty close enough where I was like, I can't just walk away. How big was the line, though? It was crazy. It, it's literally like, it was like, probably like two to three like tables outside and then just straight yeah, back. It was like people. four different lines of people a good length back. Oh, wow. And for the record, when I saw Have Heart play the last show and people were waiting in line for merch and a band was about to play, they were like, all right, we're done selling merch. Go watch the band. So... Go watch the music. Yeah, but he didn't do that. He just straight walked away. He just turned around and walked away. You know what he was probably doing? Yeah, he was probably watching, watching the, the band. band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw Harm's Way and they were fucking great. I saw their torsos from the distance I could see. I could see from their torso. That's about it. That's something. The singer's a uh, 12-pack torso. That dude's <laughs> fucking ripped. <laughs> dude, it's huge. He is fucking shredded. It's crazy. Yeah. Jacked. Jacked beyond belief. It, it comes with the territory, I guess, being a frontman. Not all frontmen are Definitely jacked. not. There like frontmen that are like bodybuilders. Yo. It's always been like the skinny kids in the fucking tight jeans with the fucking yeah. extra long hair. Hashtag not all frontmen. Not all frontmen. <laughs> Did I tell you guys that in Grand Rapids on the, the Best of the Worst tour with Stuck Lucky, the venue got double booked one night. So there was a band fucking pumping iron out. There was three hardcore bands, one from Texas, Oklahoma, and some other shit, pumping iron outside the show, lifting weights. And then during the show, during all each other's sets, because all the bands were the whole audience, audience, maybe like six people paid, they were just all crowd killing each other. So we, there were all the ska bands, the dorky ska bands, had to stand away, yeah. like in safety. And there was while the ripped hardcore kids were <laughs> tearing over, lifting weights before a show. It's fucking nuts, dude. They brought them, they packed it as gear for the tour yeah. in the trailer. So it's real out there, you know. Hey, you gotta stay in shape. Yeah, gotta stay up. Yeah, stay up, everyone. Uh, so Foundation's your favorite record. That, I mean, that's aesthetically pleasing. The, the most one I like the color wise. Okay. But other than that, the my most like close to my heart I guess would be probably be one of the first ones I got would be the Defiance No Future No Hope it's this fucking punk band from like Portland they're really shitty but like I liked them back in the day and it was my first record I bought so like that's the only one that like really cares and then like whatever cool test presses I have was that on uh, Anti-Flag Records? no that was not on AF Records (laughs) it wasn't I'm just going off you 10 years ago I'm just trying to figure it out I think the first one I bought was Converge I'll be all we love, we leave behind, and I just bought that on a whim. Yeah, like, that's recent then. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't have a record player. I wasn't playing on them, collecting records. They just put out the pre-order. I was like, "Yeah, it looks cool. I'll get that. Why not?" <laughs> that was really your first one. Yeah, I think so. It's a good record. Yeah, it's a great it's record. It's a good start. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. If I had to pick one for me, I have a record collection of maybe twenty records. I have a seven-inch by the band Look Mexico, and um, the artwork's really cool. Their old drummer used to do the artwork. Um, Shark Guts was his artist name. And there's a foil print on it, a foil press on all the letters, and it looks sick, and it's like some green marble swirl. So, um, yeah, that, that'd be my pick. But um, definitely some good shit. I think we covered some cool records. Got some vinyl trivia out there. Any last words, fellas? Did you only read one question? 
Yeah, we covered everything else. One All dude, right. one question I says dash memes. I just wrote memes down. <laughs> that was true. So we covered that without even knowing. Memes, I don't right. know how that came up. What Shows. Else? I wrote down what are you listening to? Any bands that I mean we talked about a lot of music, but any bands in particular you want to talk about? That we're listening to now. Um True Love is coming out with a new record in July and I think they're like the best band in hardcore right now. A lot of bands are breaking up, mindset's breaking up today. Bane's going, Foundation's going. So, yeah, check out True Love or Malfunction, our two great hardcore bands that are doing good That are up right. and coming? Yep. Cool. Making room for the new guys, all the old bands. The hardcore resurgence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cult of Luna just dropped a new album. And it's a... So they did all the music for it, and the singer's in there here and there. But it's, it's not a split. It's like a... I don't know what you would call it. It's it's Colta Luna and Julie Christmas. So she's she sings on every track and most of the record and it's fucking awesome. Nice. I'll check that out. Jim? I'm I'm honestly I don't know anything new right now off the top of my head. I just, I always <laughs> only listen What's to something old you stuff. bought? <laughs> I just only listen to old stuff. Because you're a walking time capsule. Yeah. <laughs> like the, my most recent purchases have all been like old old records. Yeah. No, we um, all just bought Suburban Scum. Yeah, well, I mean, we yeah, haven't listened true. to it yet. <laughs> that's true too. Suburban Scum. I'm really stoked for this album to finally come out. That's one thing I'm really excited about. Let's check it out. Let's put it on. They're back at it. You know. Let's see what they got. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you physically want to put it on? Yeah. Well, well, once we I hit stop. But um, thanks for listening. To this. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to this Choke Artist podcast. Be sure to check out Seven Inches underscore Seven Plagues on Instagram. If you want to find out about cool records and shit, because they collect, they catalog, they take nice pictures too, and they're they're decent people. So, all right, thanks for listening. Eat it. Thank you for listening to the Choke Artist podcast. Please smash that motherfucking subscribe button on iTunes. Chokeartistnj.com.